Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Thanks again for listening to Growing in Grace. Uh, nice to have you back with us again this week. I'm Mike Kapler, along with Joel Brzezicki. And Joel, it seems like uh, these uh, sessions go by so quickly, we'll want to get right into it this time. We covered a lot, of, a lot of ground last time. I know we left off with Romans chapter 8, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. How many times have we read this verse, and yet... Do we really see it applied to our lives? I, I know there are probably times in my own life where, I don't know, uh, traces of guilt start to creep into my life. Why is that? Well, you know, the, the, the truth is something that we need to be reminded of over and over again. I mean, there, we, we, can, we can read the Bible and we can trust God that what the Bible says is, is true. Uh, but the old, you know, flesh patterns, the, the old way of thinking just the way of the thinking of the world, whatever. All kinds of things kind of get in the way to, to cloud our vision uh, from what God says is truth. And, and, you know, the Bible does say, you know, to meditate upon these things, to think upon things that are true and lovely and noble and pure and all those things. And, and there are so many verses that talk about what God has done on our behalf through Jesus Christ that it, it'd be just good to just dwell upon and meditate upon them instead of, you know, this you know this this verse that you're talking about in Romans 8, 1, there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. It, it just kind of rolls off the tongue. It, it's a common verse for many people, and, and you kind of forget about it. You, you just think, yeah, okay, there's no condemnation, but then you go out up and you live your life, and like you said, the guilt creep, creeps in, and all kinds of, you know, things happen that, you make you you wonder if you're really uh you know if you're really saved if you're really walking in in the righteousness that God says that we're in we dwell upon verses like this and there's so much truth in there yeah you know Joel for those who don't know Joel and I work at a a Christian radio station in Iowa a contemporary Christian hit music station but we get a lot of people writing to us emailing and sometimes calling asking for prayer about certain things, and quite often it will have to do with health or finances. But another one that we seem to get quite a bit um, is people uh, asking for prayer regarding guilt in their life or condemnation or you know struggling with, with that kind of stuff that maybe they made some choices in their life that weren't very good and, and, um, and, and they're still struggling with, uh, I guess, the, either the consequences of some of those choices or or just the fact that they did the wrong thing, and, and they, they have a hard time getting past it. Yeah, and, and it's, that's, you know, walking this in the Christian life wasn't meant to be that way. I mean, the verse that pops into my mind right now is, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. And there, that's a verse that we need to cling to. You know, I mean, it's, it seems like it's repeating itself. You know, it is for freedom that Christ set us free, but Christ set you free so that you would be free and that you would walk in freedom, that you would walk with no condemnation. And, and that word, no, does mean no. There's no condemnation if you're in Christ Jesus, and you can't walk around. I mean, it's not the right thing to be walking around in guilt, because that means that Jesus Christ then didn't take care of the problem for us. But it, it takes, you know, it takes a lot of meditating upon verses like that, and, and just sitting back and realizing that what the Bible says here isn't in line with the way I'm feeling right now, but the Bible is true. So if I'm feeling guilty, 
which one is true? Is it my guilty feeling, or is it what the Bible says? And, and we need, obviously, to go back to what, to what the Bible says. We have been declared righteous and, and forgiven. Uh, we've been declared holy. And it, it has nothing to do with um, our, our own ability. It's, it's him in us. And that's something we mentioned last week, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Uh, Joel, in Ephesians chapter 1, uh, you, you threw a good verse out to me here. Uh, in him, in Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. New King James Version there. Um, but it, it's something that, uh, the thing I want to point out about that verse, among other things, is that we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. It's something that we're not just striving for. It's something that's already been provided. And I've probably said this before on past programs, but I think so often, uh, me included, we Christians are always out trying to attain something that has already been supplied to us. For forgiveness, for one thing. That's right. You know, like the saying goes, if it ain't fixed, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The same thing is if if God has given it to us, don't try to work for it yourself. I mean, there's there's nothing that we can do. I mean, if we thought if there was really something that we could do, God would have told us here here's something that you can do to get right with me. But instead, He sent His Son Jesus Christ as the perfect sacrifice for our sins nothing else would have ever worked nothing else could do it and when we become christians and put our trust in that and the old fleshly patterns come out and we find ourselves sinning it's still not by our own deeds it's not by our own works it's not by our own striving that we can get forgiven because the fact is that we have been forgiven once and for all we have redemption through the blood of jesus christ that one-time sacrifice and we could talk Uh, about Hebrews once and for all. That one-time sacrifice covered it for our entire life. Every every sin that that we commit in this life has been covered completely by the blood of Jesus, and it's according to the riches of His grace, which He made to bound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. And I I have uh, that same verse from Ephesians uh, 7 and 8 kind of um, in front of me um, from the message uh, the, message, the, the message version of the Bible, and uh, what I like uh, about what it says here, and not just barely free, abundantly free. He thought of everything, provided for everything that we could possibly need. God has taken care of it all. There's nothing we can add to it or take away from it. It's good to know when you get up in the morning that God's not mad at you. I mean, he, he, he is on your side. He's I think so many times in religious circles, Joel, that God gets blamed for a lot of things that he's really not to be blamed for. There's a lot of, you know, death and destruction and pain and suffering in the world. And to listen to some folks in the religious circles, you would think that God is the cause of all these problems. And, and he's not. He's, he's, uh, he's on your side. He's, he's, he's not against you. He is for you. He is your friend, and no matter what it is you're going through, and life sometimes in this world system will will throw a lot of things at you that that is not good, but God is going to see you through it. Now, he may not be the cause of your trouble, but he is going to see you through it. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. Um, He understands your pain. He understands your loss. Uh, He understands uh, the, the trials that you may be going through. 
and um, and he wants to help you through it. I, I just think so many times that God gets a bad rap, and uh, in a, in a lot of different ways. And, and the good news is this: he 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 is no longer mad at you. And if you can't get anything else from what we say here uh, in this uh, short 15-minute program, at least get that because hopefully that will help bring some peace your way as what we were talking about last week, that we, we now have peace because we've been justified by faith. And on top of that, you know, not only is God not the cause of uh, the evil things and the bad things that happen in our lives, but he, you know, the Bible says he can take those things all these things that happen to us and work it around, work things together. I mean, he'll take everything and work it all together for the good of those who love and love him and are called according to his purpose. I mean, he not only does he not cause those bad things, but he'll take all of this stuff, work it together with wisdom that we can't even fathom, and he'll make things work out the way that he wants them to. And it's never, ever evil. God never does anything evil. It's just not in him. And so when we you know, take these things that happen in our lives and blame God for that, it's just, you know, there's no good reason to blame God for the evil that happens in our lives. And on the contrary, as I said, trust in the fact that although things, you know, may be falling apart in your world, you know, God can take those things. and You, you trust in Him, and He'll take all these things and work them together uh, for your benefit and for the benefit of all the saints, the, the benefit of everybody that, you know, that is in Christ. Yeah, because, you know, we've talked for quite a few weeks now, Joel, about the, the tremendous, uh, shall we say, spiritual benefits of, of what we've got in this gospel, uh, this new covenant through Christ. But, you know, take a look at what Jesus did when he was on the earth. I mean, I, I just think sometimes we, we just, uh, everybody has a different view, I guess, or a different uh, perception of, of what God is like. But take a look at, at Jesus. Take a look at what he did in, in the you know three and a half years of ministry in his life. Um, in fact, Jesus himself said, hey, look, if you, if you want to know what God is like, uh, take a look at me. You know, if, if, you've, uh, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I, I do what he tells me to do. And everywhere that Jesus went, the book of Acts says, he went about doing good and, and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So, sure, there are great benefits that we have, uh, spiritually speaking and so forth, that we've been talking so much about here uh, over the past weeks. But I think God also wants to work things out in your life physically, too. I mean, everywhere Jesus went, I mean, there was good stuff happening. Everything, starting with the water that got turned into wine and, and uh, people being raised from the dead and blind eyes being healed. And we, we know the list goes on and on. Everywhere, even people who didn't have enough food to eat, uh, seemingly at the time, Jesus even was able to provide for that. And so, um, I, there are a lot of tragic things that take place in the world today because we're living in a fallen world. This is not how God intended the world to be. And one day, the Bible indicates that that will all be changed. Every tear will be wiped away, and there will be no more pain and suffering and so forth. That that's what God really had intended in the beginning, until man fell. With his authority here on this planet, he blew it, and and that's why we're in the mess that we're in today. But thanks be to him, uh, he has provided redemption for us, and and that's the good news. And uh, and just to contrast some of those things that you just said, when when Jesus was on the earth, as he said, when that Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father, and the things that Jesus went around 
doing, think of the things he didn't go around doing that sometimes we do actually blame God for, like causing bad things to happen uh, when people sin. You know, like if, if somebody sinned, you know, Jesus didn't go to that person and say, okay, now this is I'm going to cause an earthquake. I'm going to cause this bad thing to happen in your life because you sinned. You just don't see that because that's not what the Father is like. That's not what God is like. And sometimes we think I've sinned, and so these bad things that are happening are because God's punishing me, or God is doing this in my life because of, you know, because I just am not walking right. But Jesus didn't do that. When He came across people who had sinned or who were in sin, He first of all would give them, He would give them grace like the woman caught in adultery he didn't everyone around her was ready to say hey you know you did this and so let's just stone let's just stone you because the law says to do this jesus did what the father had directed him to do and gave the woman grace and then said go and sin no more we kind of sometimes turn that around and say all right you better not sin anymore or and then if you don't sin anymore then god will give you grace but it's no it's God gives you grace and mercy and peace with Him, and from that flows all of the uh, the stuff out of the good stuff in our lives. Couldn't be said any better, Joel. Uh, we are running running out of time for this one again. Uh, growing in grace, uh, we're heard weekly here on uh, Grace Walk Radio, and uh, we're going to wrap things up for this time. Uh, and we'll look forward to uh, having you tune in again next week here on Growing in Grace, Joel. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we. As we mentioned, we both work at KWOF Radio in Waterloo. You can look on our website, kwof.com, or I have my own website as well, graceroots.org, and you can get a hold of us through either of those websites. Thanks for listening, and we hope to have you with us next week. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.